Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome, listeners, to the Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode where... Joined today by a lady from Denmark by the name of Charlotte Sophia Luna. Charlotte, very, very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. Nice to be here. Our pleasure, our absolute pleasure. And and I say it's our pleasure, um, Charlotte, because we had a little bit of a chat off off here, didn't we, about uh, what we're going to be talking about. And the title that we suggested is Mm -hmm. Spreading the Light by Dancing. And there was a particular reason for that, wasn't there, Charlotte? Do you want to do you want to set us off on the conversation? Um, I will try to. Um, I I I talked about um, that. I tried to dance with life, um, even though I'm really physical uh, challenged at the moment. So. Uh, my dance is an inner dance, and I I um, I try to look at all meetings, all that I I meet in life as a dance, and sometimes it's a really a beautiful dance, light dance, and sometimes there's no dance, and I try to look at it that way, so to see. Which way should I go? Should I should I move with the dance or should I stop? So that's my way of uh, navigating in life, I think. And to put that in some kind of context, Charlotte, your your example of dancing um, in in a dare I say a spiritual sense is one thing, but what you haven't shared with the listeners yet is in a practical physical sense there's a challenge with that isn't there yes there is um i'm um, um, most of the time in a wheelchair because of um, i have the diagnosis uh, ms and i have um, challenges in walking uh, so so i can't move uh, in a typical dance if you if you understand what I mean, it's uh, so I've, I've tried to find a way to dance anyway, uh, even though my in in a physical sense I cannot do it. So, for the benefit of us, Charlotte, that don't really know what MS is, can you can you give us a, a quick sort of in understanding of of this this thing called MS? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, multiple uh, sclerosis, and it's a disease that um, that's a, a nerve a nerve uh, disease that, uh, in my case, it it has hit my ability to walk uh, in in particularly. Um, my strength is weakened, um, 
So it's different from each person how it affects. But um, in my case, it has been really physical, um, not being able to walk without support. And sometimes I can't even walk with support, so I have to be in a wheelchair. Uh, so it has been a big change for me because before I was really active uh, and now I have to find a way to be in life without the physical movement. So where does MS come from then, um, Charlotte? Is it hereditary or is it something, I mean, you called it a disease. Is it something that anybody can pick up? I mean, tell us a bit more about this MS. Yeah, nobody really knows for, for, for sure. Um, so it's, there's no, no thing that points that it's uh, something that, you inherit, it's uh, more like, I, I can tell you about what I think because uh, in the system, they don't really know where it com comes from. You know that the nerves uh, are affected and that it's the autoimmune, autoimmune disease um, and that the cells attacks its, itself. So the, the protection around the nerves disappear uh, but they don't know from where it comes um, and what my experience says uh, with myself and others that I've spoken with is that it's a disease that really um, affects it's mostly women that gets the disease and it's um, my experience is that it's a really problem with with women that um, have had trouble in um, listening to themselves, to not um, go with what's true for themselves, but um, they have been thinking a lot are mostly about how other people are doing and how to make other people uh, happy. Um, so for me, it has been really um, a way of looking at how I am in life, how I am with people around me. Uh, do I listen to what uh, speaks inside me or do I do what people expect me to do? So that has been really an eye-opener for me. And I think uh, most of the people with MS would recognize that. Wow, that's a really, really profound insight. Really profound insight. So if I'm hearing you correctly, Charlotte, and please challenge me if I'm not and I've got this wrong, but if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is this autoimmune disease this whole way of being as, in your humble opinion, materialized because of your life previously around being, and these are my words, not yours, but people pleasing and mm -hmm. not having control of your own life and, and just, yeah, wanting to, to keep others happy rather than following your own intuition. It, is mm -hmm. that fair what I've just said or am I misreading or did I mishear you completely? 
that that's uh, exactly how I feel. Um, that I've been ple- I've been a pleaser uh, all my life, um, and I still have to really put a notice on what I'm doing. Is I, what is the motivation of of everything I do? Because it's so it's it's something that has been with me from oh yeah all the time so it's really easy to get back into that um uh, when 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 that's all that you know um you you often when something gets hard or you're challenged you get back to what you know and this was my thing. I was good at pleasing others. I'm really good at that. Uh, so I had to challenge myself uh, to to be myself without pleasing. So where would you say you are these days, then, Charlotte? In terms of that, you know, grabbing grabbing control of your own life back and not being that people pleaser. I know I hear you when you say you know you, there's still times when you're challenged in that respect, but I mean, wh- where are you generally now with that? I I I think I'm in a good place. Uh, I've been or I've been practicing pra- practicing a lot, uh, and uh, I think now. I'm I'm in a place where I hear what what's true for me, and I always um, I have a lot of time to reflection because I can't move, and there's a lot of times where I just sit and reflect about what's going on, and so I have time to really reflect what is the motivation behind what I do, why am I doing. Uh, the things I'm doing um, and so that I can be true to myself and true to others. So that has been really um, a changing point for me always to to be true. Um, and if I'm not true, then this, the dance stops. The dance, um, you can never dance with a person that's not... Uh, truly moving from the heart i think mm. like you can you, if you are awake and you are awake and aware of why you're doing uh, things you can never dance with a person that's asleep that's not aware and um, not uh, dancing from the heart you know mm. you have to dance from the same place yeah so can this ms disease then charlotte can it be overturned can it you know just as you've contracted it can you uncontract it will it ever go away will it ever get better how does it work yeah if you if you ask the system the doctors they would say it can but my i i am convinced that it can I don't know in which way it, it can turn, but I'm convinced that 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 it can turn in that way it has to turn. I don't have a hope that it should be in a certain way or that I should 
run a marathon or something like that. I don't have any uh, hopes for a certain outcome, you know. So I I just know I have trust in that that everything is going to turn out as it has to turn out. And does that include either with or without MS, whatever that may be, or does that? Are you saying to me that actually I don't care what the experts say, I will overcome this? What, yeah. What is it you're saying to us, Charlotte? Um, like when I first got the diagnosis, when I was in in the hospital, my first thought, you can call it a thought was that this I can overcome. So I've always had this deep, deep feeling that I can overcome it. And then in the years, um, I have been looking at what does it mean to overcome? Um, and maybe it doesn't mean to get really freed from MS in in the in the sense that everybody else would see you as healthy without a disease but maybe being healthy being healed is something completely different maybe it's when you feel whole so for me it's not a question about that i am not uh, physical affected it's a way of finding a place where it's really nice to be, where I can do what I'm supposed to do, uh, be with the people I love, and give give my life to others. So it's not it's not that it's not that I don't want to do all the things I was I used to do. It's not like that, but it, it's not important. It's uh, it's more important that I feel that I move, that I move with ease with what is, so I can dance and it doesn't, um, it shouldn't be how I dance um, in the sense of what is good uh, in this society, like if this society is really, or the world is really about what you can do, what you can achieve, how fast you can move. Um, um, but that's not the criteria for me. It's how can I be in life with the people I love? How can I share what I have to share uh, in the best way possible? So I'm still learning. I'm still finding out what that should be. I'm still in the dark sometimes, but mostly I can see the gift in 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 all this all this learning about myself and others through MS, through the challenges that I go through. Um, so it's not about um, Oh, I, in, in 10 years, I can walk again. Because if I have a certain hope 
or expectation that it will be like that, I would probably be disappointed. I don't know. Nobody knows how the future is, and I don't know either. So I just know that I have to be um, be who I truly is or am. Um, and I am behind the MS. Very, very, very powerful. You said yesterday um, when we was talking off air, Charlotte, and I made a note of them and I actually counted the words. That's how powerful they were to me. And there's 15 words in this sentence, in this message, in this power. Call it what you will. And you said, I may not have my physical strength, but I have my words and my energy. That yeah. was immensely powerful because listening to you speak there, Charlotte, there's no self-pity, there's no expectation, there's no victimhood. It's a case of, okay, so this is what I'm dealing with. That's fine. Whatever may be in the future is fine. Yeah. That is immensely powerful. And that's why I've singled out those 15 words. And I'm going to make no apologies for repeating those 15 words again. I may not have my physical strength, but I have my words and my energy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um, and that's what I'm, I'm doing at the moment because I've been um, working as a therapist and a yoga teacher for many years and and it's really um, a therapist has craniosacral therapist and it's really physical and so I have changed the way I work so I work with my words I teach with my words I don't do yoga myself but I teach with my words and I write and and when I have people in the therapy, it's talking to them. So I've changed a lot and I can see that I can do the same with my words as I could with my physical body. So my, my, my logo on, in my company is actually uh, two hands holding a, a, a tree. And in the beginning I was, oh, but I can't use my hands like that anymore. But then a client said to me, but I still feel that you are holding me with your words. And, and that was really, really powerful for me because I was beginning to, to think, can I be a therapist when I can't use, use my body? And I realized that I can still, I can still heal with my words. I can still hold the, the person with my words, with my energy, with my presence. Um, and so so that's what it's all about. It's about, um, it's about being there, being with my, my essence, if you can call it that. Um, so everything right now in my life is about being being and not doing and it's really difficult it's not not an easy task because everything in the world is about doing uh, so it's really is it 
I've been working a lot with the feeling of worth. Am I just much, just as much worth as the people that can do a lot? Um, am I worthy just being? So that that's uh, has been a really big issue for me uh, to recognize the importance of just being. Let me put you on the spot, Charlotte. Let me put you on the spot right now and ask you respectfully to answer your own question there, what you've just said. What, can you say that again, Paul? Let me put you on the spot now and put that question that you asked and yeah. ask you to answer your own question now. If I can... If I can be... If I'm worthy just being? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some some days I I can't see the word. Some some days I I fell into this uh, really dark place where I I listen to people around me saying, "Oh, it's going downhill for you," and and what can you do? And don't you think you need more help? And 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 I I I. In, in that moment, I have a difficulty in seeing my worth. I, uh, I must admit that, but at other times, I, I feel really worthy more than I did before, I, actually. And I've, um, I've tried to see if you see, if you see in nature, um, if you see the apple tree and the rose or the, the be you never you never say that the one thing is more worth than the other so they give something different the rose gives by just being the tree gives by giving apples maybe and the the bee gives by spreading its love but they all give something and and so that had, has helped me seeing that, okay, I can do as I used to, I can give as I used to, but I can be, I can be who I am and, and giving just by being. Um, so it has been really a big challenge for me to, to recognize this and to see it when everything is about how many steps are there to the bathroom? Can I get up in the morning? Can I get into bed in the evening? So, so there's been a lot of challenges to, to staying in the being, if you, if it gives, give any sense. It does, Charlotte. And when, you know, I think when we look for our, our purpose in life, because we're all different, we're, we, you know, as much as we speak about oneness and being connected energetically, which of course we are, the reality is um, there's duality in, in all our lives, in, in everything that we say, think and do. And so within that is these practical challenges of everyday life. And yes. that's that's different for all of us. And so, 
you know, in true spirit, some people are going to be able to, to use your term, run a marathon, and other people are going to sprint. And it's some yeah. people are not actually going to do either, but they're going to yeah. be an artist or, or a writer or a speaker or, or X. And, and, you know, within this energy that in this, this great world of ours and this great universe, Charlotte, isn't it true that actually whatever label the world, uh, and I don't say the universe, but the world likes to give us, mm-hmm. There's enough room for all of us, and that's fine. So you can give me that label if you wish that says I'm not a marathon runner because um, you know I'm struggling to walk. That's fine, but that's your label. You've given me that. You're the owner yeah. of that label. You take it back because yeah. I don't really want that label. But no. what I give is what I give, and if that's through being, through heart, and I have this conversation around heart versus head. Um, many, many, many times with people yeah. and the power of the heart is immeasurable. So yeah. I might not be able to run a marathon, but do you know what? Who really cares? Because what I've got to offer the world, and when I say I, I'm referring to my impression in a very, very humble way, um, Charlotte, yeah. of the energy that you've transmitted to me in the space of 24 hours. So that being not doing is okay if that's what it is. That's your purpose mm-hmm. in life for whatever reason. Um, and we, you know, it can be difficult from a human level to, you know, to fathom that out, can't it? But, you know, it sounds to me as if you are extremely um, on, the, on that path of um, something you said to me again uh, off air. And if I can just sort of, before I pass back to you, just quote you on this. I am trying to help people see what I see. I often feel like giving up, but won't because I know I am here to serve. Yeah. 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 Thank you for reminding me again. And it's, um, I think all in life is about seeing and being, being seen and whole and being held. Um, so, Actually, that could be the most biggest purpose for us us all to find the way that that we can hold others and behold and see. Um, And I've been trying to find out um, all kind kind of ways that I could get back to my physical level so I can do what I used to do but found out that that's not what's important because in this way I've learned more about myself I can more truly see people from where I am before I was just doing without reflection Um, so the, the disease has kind of helped me to realize how I can help, how I can give, and not just uh, doing. Uh, So the disease has actually helped me see, it has helped me to be seen also, I think. Um, Before I think I was just invisible. And, And now I can I don't know. Um, I just 
feel like I don't hide anymore. I I want to be seen and I want to see others more truly. Um, so maybe from here uh, where I am now, I can better do my purpose than I could when I was able to do a lot. Absolutely. I want to, to draw towards a close, Charlotte, mm -hmm. on this, this very sensitive and heartfelt conversation uh, by asking you a big question right at the end. But before I ask you that question, um, I'm just going to ask you to share your contact details with you, how people can reach out, get in touch with you, know more about you, uh, that kind of thing. You know, if you've got a Facebook page or a website or whatever, what are, how can people reach out to you, Charlotte? I have a I have a um, a homepage that's called Sophialuna dot com, and because my my name um, I've made my my company about myself, uh, so my company name is Sophia Luna. So and sorry to so interrupt you there. Find me, find me there and you can also find me in fa on Facebook um, Charlotte Sophia Luna so I was sorry to interrupt cut across you there Charlotte I was just double checking the spelling on the Sophia Luna is S-O-F-I-A and then the Luna is L-U-N-E dot com yeah. is that correct yeah. yeah that's correct excellent okay thank you and these these contact details will be in the show notes as well as listeners know um I want to come to that final big question, as and you know, as listeners all know, I always finish by asking this question to all guests, and it's this, Charlotte. Obviously, you know, you've shared many insights there, powerful and inspiring insights. But I want to say this to you: if you had one message to send out to the world above all others, what one message of inspiration, of hope, call it what you will, above all others, what would that one message be to the world? Um, I, yeah, oh, that's a, that's a big question, Paul. Um, <laughs> I, I think that it must be to move, to move as a dance with, with all what you need. So oh. every meeting, it can be meeting with people. It can be with things that, um, you meet in life. It ha if you can make it a dance. If it feels like a dance, it, it's right. If it's um, if it's not a dance, then it's maybe time to stop and maybe move somewhere else where where it can be a dance. Yeah, that makes perfect. Yeah, and that dancing theme really, Charlotte, is what you. I can see now why you why you chose the title "Spreading the Light" by dancing. Yeah. Superb. Thank you. Thank you so much, Charlotte. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. And there we have it, listeners. The beautiful Charlotte Sophia Luna sharing her immense, showing immense courage there. I think you'll agree to, um, and the vulnerability, but at the same time, the power and that humility. And I think if we can inject more of that energy into the world, then surely it's going to be a better place. And I leave you as I always do with this thought. No matter what you do in life, always walk your path with heart. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success. <laughs>